0: Welcome to the Focus Today podcast with Perry Atkinson.
1: Welcome back, and uh, guess who we found walking around the parking lot looking for some free coffee? Sir Best! Hey! Sir Best. Uh, Steve Best is with us, and who is he? Well, uh, let's see. How can I explain that? You're from the... Uh, United Christian Broadcasters are affiliate friends there in the, uh, in the UK mm-hmm. in a particular town called Stoke-on-Trent at a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. W- what's that look- thing called? Something? Hand Church Hand, is where it is. Hand Church. Yeah. Gosh, it's just a gorgeous facility. Uh, and he is a, they call them presenters over there, we call them DJs over here. You're the morning guy. Yep, that's right. You've been yeah. doing that for how long, 920 oh years? Uh,
0: just 11 years now. 11 years. Isn't that amazing?
1: Wow, and you do it on uh, DAB.
0: That's correct, yes. Uh, which yeah. is a
1: digital broadcasting. Yeah. Um, and you have two channels now, right? You've got UCB UK.
0: Well, we've got two stations. Okay, yeah. how's um, that work? The first station is UCB1. That is a much more, I guess the best way to describe it is the way the Air 1 used to be before they turned into more of a worship channel. Uh-huh. And UCB2 is our dedicated praise and worship channel. So what we're doing is we have two different things going on because we have to make sure that we satisfy our licensed people. So the two stations have to be different, Uh and they are very different. So uh, so we got that. And you cover the country. Yeah, we're all over the UK, actually, all over the world, because we have an app, um, the UCB Player app. Okay. And that means you can literally listen to either station wherever you are in the world. So. um,
1: You can go to UCB Player app, right?
0: That's it. Anywhere in the app store, look for the uh, the UCB Player. Yep.
1: And UCB dotco.uk uh, is the website that's right yeah well we've go. been watching you guys you guys watch us yeah. <laughs> we over miss there. you by the way Sir best was here on staff for us for several years and you, you, and you know what there's still a promos on the air with your voice on it. really oh, oh cool. yeah well we just you know you're like a bad habit we can't get rid of you <laughs> 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 well, <that's great. clears throat> so how would you give us a little bit of a spiritual update of the UK what's happening over there
0: I think a lot of people feel there's some interesting things going on at the moment because um, we're we're going through a tough time um, as a nation. Um, financially, things are very tough uh, since COVID. Uh, there's a, you know trying to recover. Um, in lots of different ways, um, people's finances are, are really struggling. A lot of people are using food banks these days. Mm. So there's a lot of people who are really struggling to make ends meet. And with the war, of course, in Ukraine, you've got fuel prices have gone up, energy prices, gas prices, and things are very tough. I mean, I'll give you an example. Just last month, uh, food inflation, and it's measured in certain items. So food inflation went up by 14% wow. just in a month.
1: Okay, um, are you guys nervous about the war in Ukraine?
0: Um, that's a good, very good question. I mean, if you talk, me personally, um, I'm just trying to focus on the importance of helping them because if we, if, you know, my feeling is if we don't help them to win this war, it's not going to stop there. It you comes right exactly, like at yes. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't say nervous. I think we're nervous about the effects it might have. Mm-hmm. And you know, the longer this goes on, you're looking at prices and things like that going up. And I mean, you've got a, a terrible mortgage situation as well. So the church has got to address all this kind of stuff. Right. Mortgages are, are flying up at the at the moment. We're hearing of people who've got to sell their houses because they can't afford the mortgage payments. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm ugh, thankfully I'm lucky. I'm, I'm not, but I'm not uh-huh. with a mortgage. But anyone who's rent the prices are going up as well. So I think there's a lot of nervousness about if this war goes on for a, a very long time, what is the effect going to be on these things? So wow. that's what we're fighting with as a, as a church and as a station.
1: We uh, we watched with great sadness the passing of the Queen. Uh-huh. How did the nation take that?
0: It was very strange because it was almost as if she was, our, she was a personal friend. And yes. so I think everyone felt this sense of loss. And for weeks afterwards, we were, it was as if we were thinking to ourselves, we can't really believe this has happened, you know? Um, because she's been around so long, and yeah. you think, where is she? Because uh, she's just always been there, right. for many of us, it, in our entire lifetime. So it was, it was like a delayed shock in many ways, but I guess we kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. But when it happened, it was still quite a...
1: Stunning course, moment. It, was. Right? it really was, yeah. So then you have King Charles III, mm. um, Great interest. Uh, Was that anticlimactic, you
0: think? I think it was always going to be anticlimactic because the Queen is known everywhere. Yeah. Charles was kind of known as a bit of a maverick. He would say stuff, you know, as Uh. Prince of Wales. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think people are probably more enthusiastic about William right now really um i think so he's so just
1: looking through the king and going to the prince
0: it might sound strange but yeah I, I personally i think that's the way certainly william and Catherine have done a fantastic job as prince of wales and um i think people are probably more more enthused about them than they are about about the king i mean to be fair charles has done great too mm-hmm. i mean he's, he's done a good job done the solid job uh hasn't said anything crazy yet now he knows that he's, he's got to toe the line so he's he's um, dialed it all back.
1: Do so you think he's dialed his personal agenda back? Because he seems to be a globalist, uh, climate change type yeah. of person, very you know liberal in those thinkings. But uh, can he afford to propagate that as king?
0: No, and he did an interview not long before um, the Queen passed away, actually, and he, he said he was aware, you know, that he's got to dial things back, so he knows what's expected of him. Of course, whether he can actually <laughs> do that will be remains to be seen. So far, he's been fine, but yeah, you have to be outside of all these things, and he, he is aware of that. I'm sure that was drummed into him. So,
1: okay, um, okay, is Camilla Queen or Queen <laughs> Consort?
0: Well. That's a very good question, too. Um, the best way to explain it is before the coronation, she was the queen consort. Um, she is now known as queen, but in the sense that um, she is the hus- she is the wife of the king. So she's not the queen in her own right, because that's a hereditary thing. Right. Her title is queen. It's a bit like Duke of Edinburgh was the husband of the queen. He wouldn't have been called the king. She is being known as the queen, but it's only in a sort of as, as a title only um, so what's the term consort mean? Um it well, it just means the wife of the monarch. Okay. But, and so in I think the cons and
1: didn't the queen uh, Elizabeth she really wanted she she yeah. pre pre-announced that, didn't oh, yeah. she? Okay. Yeah, that
0: that was entirely from the queen, yeah. But I mean Duke of Edinburgh was the consort of the queen. But yes yeah, she said that she wanted Camilla to be known as queen and so that's what's happening.
1: Um you know, since I'm in the social realm a little bit, Harry and Meghan.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: What uh, it's sad you know I, I, I was thinking you know could somebody get in the middle of this family and heal
0: it needs God doesn't it yeah needs God in a big way it's, it is you're right it is very very sad I think people in Britain I, I wouldn't want to speak for them but I think generally there is a sense of people are kind of fed up with that whole circus surrounding Harry I think initially I think I probably said this to you last year it was a case of you know Great to see him doing his own thing wherever he's living. If he's living over here or in the UK, you know, fair enough. Yeah. If they want to be outside the royal family. But when we started seeing all these lawsuits and you know, uh, inter- you know, he, he's just kind of making himself okay. unpopular.
1: Yeah, I. I I just, I really, my heart says, could we get a family counselor involved here, you know, and heal this? because there's so much good to come of it if it could be healed, especially when William becomes king. Mm. You know?
0: That has to be sorted out, really. You're absolutely right. I I think we're at the stage now where it does need a God intervention. But, hey, you know, we believe in a God who can get involved there.
1: Amen. All right. uh, We watched our president and the king come together the day before yesterday. We're watching this. And there was one thing that stuck out, and it's pretty much headline news here, and that is that President Biden kept touching the king. That's a no-no, isn't it?
0: It would have been with the Queen. I don't think Charles is so so worried about it because he's been he's been Prince of Wales so long, and the way he was treated as Prince of Wales, it was a much more casual thing. So I think it's probably less of a of a no-no than it might have been with the Queen. But okay. to be honest with you, the Queen didn't actually mind. I think it was just. It was just the way things were.
1: The protocol of
0: it. Yeah, I mean, there was that wonderful moment with um, Michelle Obama, I remember, when the two of them were, they had their hands on each other's backs. And that was a lovely little thing, I thought. And the Queen, I know afterwards, she, she was fine about it. So she wasn't actually as stuffy as people thought she was. But Prince uh, Charles now, King Charles, is, yeah, he, he doesn't mind at all.
1: OK, I don't think. well, that's good. I mean, I guess we look at it over here that there is a protocol with royalty that we should respect.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, as the years go on, the protocol gradually, it, it's more of a protocol for those within the court who like those kind of things. I think the actual monarchs themselves are much less bothered about it, you know.
1: Is the monarch secure? well that's a very good question
0: too i think yes certainly for the time being i'm not seeing anything in the uk that's looking to change that system no one's trying to usurp the monarchy at the moment okay there are a few people who grumble about it but generally speaking i think it's safe for the for the next few decades certainly
1: so when the king speaks on an issue Mm. um where is he in relationship to the prime minister on those issues do they pre-meet before somebody says something
0: if the King is going to say anything on an issue, that will be the line of the government. He, he can't talk, I mean, for he instance. He should call the
1: Prime yeah, Minister and talk he, to him. He
0: can't talk about the Ukraine war, for instance, unless it's the government line because he is the government's figurehead. Okay. I mean, that's the sad thing, I suppose, about a monarchy. It's just a figurehead, really. So, yeah. I mean, the King's speech, which happens at the opening of Parliament, that is written by the Prime Minister, and that is his words. So the King doesn't really have any say in that. Wow. Which is why it's interesting that he said he, he knew he had to dial his own thoughts back because I'm sure he has his own thoughts. He just can't express them, you know. <laughs>
1: okay. Good to see you. You're Great here. You come here. for your uh, annual pilgrimage to your home in, in Medford, Oregon, of all That's places. That's
0: right. Well, actually, sadly, this is my last day here this year. I'm going, going back tomorrow. Are you? Um, But I'll be back again next time.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, and again, for those, uh, Steve is the morning host there on uh, UCB, uh, two channels, two DAB Mm -hmm. channels there. You're on just one. Yeah. Or do you voice two?
0: I'm on one, but I'm actually in control of the music for both. I look after the music selection.
1: Okay, it's a great facility. I love going there. And uh, we missed David. I had an international Zoom call yesterday, and your leader was gone. But uh, David Larue, who mm. you know, quite yeah. a guy. Uh, I think you guys have church more than you have business meetings, don't you?
0: It does seem <laughs> that way. Yes, it does seem that way a lot that? of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, a couple of places. Ucb dot. CO.UK, That's, that's their website. Yep. His uh, app, if you want to listen to him sometime, UCB Player app. Uh, you can get that as well. And um, United Christian Broadcasters. That's what it stands for. And um, they're actually part of the Dove family, and we're part of their family. So that's right. it Good cool. to see you, buddy. Thanks for Thanks coming for by. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll be right back.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's Focus Today podcast. Remember, you can visit our website to check out all the interviews we did this week on our daily Focus Today TV show at the Dove.us. And if you like this podcast, please take a moment to rate us and share it with your friends.